code name. Can you hear me? Yeah. Before before you play the new theme song. Um, <laughs> it's you, funny. That you, what? It's funny that you did that because I did something fun too. <laughs> oh, yay. Try to figure out what I did and maybe it will break your mind when you play the theme song. Might not. Might just sound like shit. <laughs> All right, but before I do, I'm going to lead into it with something. Ready? Yes. Okay. It's like like looking at a mirror. Not. (laughs) What? What is this? <laughs> Wait. Oh my word. What is this? <laughs> I just spilled a bottle of Madeira everywhere. Dude. There. <laughs> There's so much catastrophe going on right now. Yeah. That's that nuts, right? Crazy. I knocked over a whole bottle of 10-year-old Madeira. <laughs> I was, hold on a second. Like, Let me get a paper towel. I'll come back to the <laughs> Oh, my word. Uh, I thought that it was like... First, I thought I knocked over my glass. Then I was like, oh, good. It's not my glass. It's just the bottle. And the bottle has the cap on it. And then I looked. I was like, the bottle doesn't have the cap on oh, it. Oh, no. Well, no. here we are. That's some song, man. That just threw the whole world into it. <laughs> well, it's my world. Yeah. Into a tizzy. Now I'm like all head rushed. <laughs> so we each surprised each other with a little clip. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's like I, looking in the mirror. So what? Yeah, that's obviously a clip from. <laughs> Is the movie it from Face Off? Face Off, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so how did you do that? Let me think. Let me listen to a little bit more of it. Again. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, did you take every measure and re- and reverse <laughs> yeah, it, but then play them in order? <laughs> Approximately, yeah. Oh, my word. <laughs> no, but I took, mostly I just took each section. <laughs> I, I left the drums exactly as are, as they are. And I took each section, because each section, there's like three sections, you know, of the song. Yep. And yep. I just reversed all of the... Um, oh, my word. Uh, each section, I just reversed each instrument in each section to keep the timing the same and then, yeah so funny. it's weird right <laughs> it's very weird yeah so anyway face steal your face off yeah Woo! i'm in charge now that's right you're the you're you're gonna take us on a, a voyage of new music yeah and it's uh man we're gonna have to really strap in for this one this is gonna be some weirdness it's, it's all weird it's almost all good. weird good 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 yeah um, so wow, what a what an adrenaline packed beginning for this one. I mean, <laughs> yeah. for me, the whole thing just happened. Yeah, it, it all happened. Just, while while I was starting the theme, while the theme was playing, I was taking the wrapper off the top of the bottle. So it was a brand new bottle. It, a lot of, I mean, it didn't all spill out, but a, yeah. a goodly a goodly some, a goodly some, a goodly some spilled. No, 
It's terrible. Well, it is. You, got, you can it's write just. Well, it's all right. I stepped on you. What happened? I said you can just write that off. Write it off your taxes. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, it's early. Damn it! Oh, I did it again. Where I no, no, popped no, no. my feel up. No, 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 a different thing. Not, not that drop. Oh. Uh, you know what? I kept tapping last time where I would like pop my heel up and then it would like lower my seat down to the floor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Keeps happening. Look out. I'm a little guy. Um, what do you got? What do you got for a morning snack? Anything? <clears throat> oh, I got something. Okay. I, uh, I've been trained to become a legal office observer. Legal observer. Like protests and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. So I can be a green hat. I can be one of those green hats. What do you do? Who is your daddy and what, <laughs> what does, does he, he do? do? <laughs> I wonder what they do in there. Uh, you you observe. You are. It's an interesting setup. Do you advocate um, for one just, side or the no, other? No. We are not there to advocate. We are there only to observe. So you write down things like, you know, like there's a rule that if the police are going to begin to conduct a mass arrest they have to give an announcement to clear the area first right and so you know you write down like okay what time did they actually give that how did they give it was it easy to hear and then you write okay now what time did they actually start to arrest if people are being arrested you try to get their name and phone number um an address if um if you know people are going to do some sort of planned disobedience, you might get those names in advance. But mostly, you're just writing down. If you see any weapons, if you see any interactions, you just write yeah. everything down. Um, but you're not there to advocate. It's got to be hard to be impartial on that, though. I mean, you're not impartial. You're not because we are there specifically to record the acts of the state uh, to make sure that the state. That's is kind of what I was asking to the law. So no, we have a side. Oh, but we're cool. not there to advocate. None of none of the protesters are our clients. We are there in a legal capacity, and that's what allows our notes to be attorney work product and therefore protected. Ooh, um, some, some yeah. jargon there. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're there for a side, but we're yeah. we're not there to advocate for any person. Right. We're not there to get involved. We're not there to we're not there to get arrested, that's for sure. Although yeah. um so in some areas in, in some areas, including the state that I live in, so far, when the green hats show up, you hear it go over the police radio, they say. And for the most part, it's just been like, let's be on our best behavior, guys, which is great. That's, That's what awesome. it's supposed to do. Yeah. In other cities like, you know, Seattle and places like that, where they're having a lot of trouble, uh, Minneapolis, New York, you know, yeah. places like that, they, are, they actually target the green hats with like their pepper balls and rubber bullets and stuff. Man, that sucks. Disgusting. It's disgusting. But that has not happened in, in the state where I live. Yeah, that's great. That's a great thing to do. Well, you figure it's a, it's, you know, it's a special being anytime you're a professional, you know, there's natural gatekeeping. And so if you get to be one of those people, you it's a, a privilege that comes with obligations and you have to use that power for good. So. Yeah. With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> so you're like Spider-Man. Heavy weighs the crown. <laughs> or something like that. As for me, I went to the zoo today and I saw an owl. <laughs> really? Yeah. And it was funny because the, there's a person going to feed the owl. And, she, and this woman, she's a zookeeper, and she's going into the thing. And all of a sudden, the owl's like, whoo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoo. I'm like, why are you telling me your name? <laughs> hey, <laughs> why don't you say who you are? 
<laughs> then, uh, and then uh, she's like, you want to come closer? Talking to the owl, and then it didn't. So she chucked a rat into the air. <laughs> And the owl like sprung into action and caught the rat really? mid air, like in its talons. It was really cool. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. And then at the zoo, we saw there's a bunch of different. For some reason, they have a bunch of different exhibits with porcupines. And every time, those are not in real life. Like you see one in real life, and you're like, "Oh, it's gonna be so cute, a porcupine." And then you see it, and it's like, "This thing's fucking." Well, depends which weird. kind. There was one that was like small, had these stubby little legs, and was really cute. Then, then there's these really big ones with the really long quills, like a different kind of porcupine. Yeah, those those are the ones yeah. I'm talking about. The tail has like all these weird spikes just hanging. Yeah, they're off. gross. Very, yeah, they're not. But the, but there are little porcupines that are actually really cute. Dinosaur esque, isn't it? Yeah. One of the porcupines was in the tree and it was like had fallen asleep and its mouth was like kind of open in the tree. Yeah, and its teeth were hanging out. But anyway, every time well, we you saw... lost me at his teeth were hanging out. Like that's a gross <laughs> way of describing teeth. I don't like that at all. They were showing, maybe, but they were out. hanging. They were showing. Out. Yes, oh, they were showing. Oh. But the just point hanging is... by like the roots, <laughs> by the nerves. Completely out of the socket, just hanging by the yeah. nerves. That's but every disgusting. time in the like three or four different exhibits we saw porcupines, for some reason my daughters were chanting "porcupine, make him <laughs> mad, porcupine, make him mad." <laughs> I don't know if they thought he would like shoot spikes or oh, like. Oh, I love that. Or like the spikes would stick out or something. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's so funny. We They're didn't funny. do anything to make really him funny. mad, but I think they were just willing him to be mad. <laughs> That was really fun. Like the like prodding the zookeeper, and the zookeeper was like, "Oh yeah, you want to see this?" He just slaps the <laughs> you want to see a mad porcupine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! Yeah. Anyway, that was the zoo. And make a porcup- he, like he goes up to the porcupine and just like without even saying anything, just unplugs the TV in the middle of a Mario Kart race, and the porcupine <laughs> just went ballistic. <laughs> just pulled the plug on the TV. No warning. That's how you make a porcupine mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Furious. Uh. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. All right. So, how do you, what, what, what do we do? What do we do? We play song one. All right. Just get this right is, into it. This is a long one. All right. Let's cool. do it. I already like it. Cool. The delay is cool. Yeah. It changes. Very Americana. Yeah. the vocal i don't recognize it no he's played with people you know but uh it's not anybody that i think you would know not anybody i knew it's got a little bit of like a 70s feel but but definitely not completely 
Nice little breakdown here. I like the synths in there, makes it a little bit different. Yeah, I was trying to figure out if that was a bass guitar or a synth, or like an 808 or whatever that is. It's that buzzing sound in the background, too. I got that Laurel Canyon sound, you know? Yeah, it has that feel. And which is also the place where a number of shows ago I was trying to remember. Did we already talk about this? No. I was trying to remember where I saw Fiona Apple recently. Yeah. It was in that movie Echoes of the Canyon because her and Jacob Dylan get together and perform a bunch of those songs oh, in yeah. the movie. Yes. And she's great in it. She's really great. She's, she's great, great in general. Everyone loves that new album. I I like it, but it's not. Haven't heard it. Yeah, it's it's probably worth listening to. It's a little too dramatic for me, but I like it. Yeah, this has like a Grand Funk Railroad feel to me, kind of. A little more At laid back. What I like about what I like about Grant, like that. I'm getting closer. Oh yeah, to my, yeah. Like it, has, it feels like that song to me. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Nice little breakdown. It's like kind of clangy. It's not like they're clanging on some pipes or something. Mm Guitar tone is pretty cool. It's wobbly a little too. I don't know how he gets a tiny bit of wobble in it. Just building and building. Multiple guitars or like delay it is, or loop. And the, and the, the quieter guitar is playing crazy stuff. Yeah. Just counterpoint. Not a lot of active bass, but no, not a lot of bass. It almost feels like some of those songs where woods go off into their instrumental yeah. jams. Yep. I was just thinking that actually. Except that guitar probably isn't as good as this guitar. Isn't that great? Yeah, it is. So it goes back into it? Yep. Yeah. It's, it's laid back, but it got me kind of amped when that happened, you know? I like it. I like how this part is just the same repetitive part, but somehow he's layered something more. There's maybe more synths or something. There's, yep, yep. You just feel like it's, it's built up more, but it's, it's very progressive. 
believed in free health care. <laughs> and that slave to this traffic light way where it's like the same four chords over and over again, but if you look at it, the waveform, it just slowly grows and grows and grows yep. till the end of the song. I, I love songs like that. Yeah. So that was great. That was a lot of fun. Great pop song. Yep. It's, um, yeah, it's kind of in that kind of out. It's like, you're not like normally when I put on music, I want to put on music to listen to it. But sometimes I just want to be outside in the backyard and have background music. Like this yes. would be perfect for that. And it is. And that's where I started listening to it. And so this is a band called Arboretum. It's a A R B O U R E T U M. <clears throat> and, uh, the song was How Deep It Goes. This guy, uh, Human is his last name, H-E-U-M-A-N-N. Um, okay. He's played with uh, Will Oldham. Um, ah, yes. yeah. Funny. Funny yeah. Things. So I thought you might dig that, too. Um, For sure. I could see that, too. Yeah. It's from Baltimore. Uh, the album's called Let It All In. Um, yeah. So this song is about, uh, let's see, it's, it's something about, like, uh, water is a common theme, and uh, <laughs> um, it's, it's now, are a they symbol. a band that like are they like an earnest band, or do they have yeah. any quirky funness to them? No, I think there's we're, we'll get to that in other songs, but this one is not yeah. as much. In fact, the next song because I do struggle with those. I struggle with the earnest, yeah, band, yeah, not the serious, not necessarily serious, because yeah. like people like you know, Elliot Smith were as serious as he could get, but he wasn't, it wasn't yeah, like earnest. He, I wouldn't describe him as earnest in that way where it's like, no. he would never use wordplay in his song. I was going to say, he'd or, have a fun turn of phrase or something like that in his song. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Now yes. they're all infinitely sad, you know? Yeah. Yes. They're like, they're like smashing pumpkins in that way. I mean, I don't, I still like this. I think it is serious. That was an infinite and sadness joke. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the song apparently is about current political turmoil and the obfuscation of truth. So yeah, I'd say they're pretty earnest. Yeah, okay. It's, if I, if I, I find those bands hard to love, but yes. I did like. I really liked the song. Yeah, and that's in uh, you know musically the everything. I didn't listen to the lyrics to be honest. So you know, um, right? But yeah, but the next the next song we should definitely listen to the lyrics. Not all of them are amazing, but this 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 guy in particular he's an amazing storyteller and this song doesn't quite catch much of his storytelling as some of the others on the album do but the song is so quirky and crazy and weird i needed i wanted to put this one on rather than others but there's at least one really good line that i want to i'll i'll talk about at the end so if you can please play track two Okay. Weird, huh? Yeah. Twisted is this, 80s. Is this the darkness? No. Okay, I like this. Mm-hmm. 
crazy, huh? Yes. It's like Beach Boys, really and it's like. Down. Go ahead. They really got that sound down. Yeah, it's like Beach Boys into Adam Ant. And I loved Adam. I loved Adam. Me too. Booty two shoes. Oh my god, I think that video was my first boner. <laughs> That's the line. I'll repeat it later. That's the line I was talking about. That's so good. <laughs> and that bass sound is so weird. It's like a motorcycle. Yeah. Did they just sample a motorcycle, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be a theremin. It's crazy. It feels a little like mean to me. Yes, yeah. That, or I don't know if you know the super furry animals, a little like that. Nope. <laughs> you hear like the background vocals, like, chapa, chapa. Yeah. It's like Thomas Dolby. I don't know Thomas Dolby. Now. She blinded me with science. Oh, yeah. What it feels like to me. He had like eight keyboards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Really yeah, that's weird. a that was a fun one. Yeah. Um, they strike me though as maybe a band where they would have an album of like ten songs, and like four of them would be just unlistenable. Am I right on that? No, actually, I I think I I liked like the whole most, album really. Yeah, most of the songs I liked, and the the guy's wow. an incredible storyteller, and has amazing lyrics. Uh, this is BC Camplight. Um, Really, and the that. song was called uh, "Cemetery Lifestyle." Yeah, I got, the, I got the cemetery vibe. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and it's all it is all he is a depressed dude that, that kind of like what we were talking about. Like right, every song is basically he's had like you know drug and alcohol problems, all that stuff. Um, moved to uh, the UK. He was actually in Philly for a while, and then moved to the UK. Like had all these health problems and couldn't leave, but then he was overstaying his visa or whatever and all these problems but um yeah so it, most of his stuff is this depression based things but he is always writing funny lyrics and like, so one of the lyrics in there was i woke up in a nando's car park i don't know what nando's is i woke up in a nando's car park dressed in a banana suit this wouldn't bother me so much if i owned a banana suit <laughs> 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 but the, <laughs> that's good yeah and the lyrics and there's you know 
he talks about there's one song that's kind of like he's going back to Philly and he's talking about on the plane he realized that he was I a don't dick. think so. <laughs> he realized that he was a dick to everyone in Philly and like now he's like what? <laughs> <laughs> he's like why am I going back there? <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it's 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 it, the the lyrics are amazing. He's an amazing storyteller, but you feel like but it's funny and it's goofy and the music is crazy, but mm-hmm. you feel his yep. like pain. You know, he knows he's yep. you know he's just a fucked up dude. There's some depth to it for sure. Yeah. Uh, I really that, that was a fun romp. I did yeah. I did like that one. All right, this next one, I'm kind of going back and forth between like upbeat to a little more laid back. So that was an upbeat one. So let's go a little more laid back. I think this might be a, a little more extended too, but let's go into song, uh, whatever the song is. Where are you? Three now? Three. Yeah. Yeah, laid back. <laughs> I really like it though. I like that long extended bass note. Yeah. That is nice. Very reminiscent of a band from the 60s I really like. So that's why it appealed to me. It's not like Herman's Hermits. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) There's a band called These Trails. Very obscure. But also like Pentangle and things like that. That really is that folk psychedelic stuff. Yep. But it doesn't sound, there's no like acoustic guitars or anything. Yeah, just get lost in it. I love. Yeah, I am. I love those drums too. Yeah, so laid back. That ride has a really nice sound to it. Are those changes great? Yeah. Sounds like jazz bass. It's farty. They do that turnaround a couple times. Next time, listen carefully to those changes. They're they're really cool. Yeah, the bass player is very skilled. Doing some crazy crap. I'm surprised that they're using that farty bass sound though. You would think they would use the, like I would I would think that P bass would be more of a Yeah. But the bass is really though. doing a lot of the yeah. movement. It really is. Her voice is great too. Yeah, a lot of reverb. I don't know. It's like a it's like a beaver with reverb. <laughs> beaver. <laughs> Sounds to me like a bicycle bell gone nutsoid. You're just spinning away. <laughs> yeah. Some like vocal. like Gregorian. Yeah, right. It's 
It's like a, a ritual murder. Satan is good. Satan is your pale. Yeah, it definitely has that um, baroque type. Is how I would how I typically describe it. I don't know if that's the right word for it. But in yeah. my head, when I think of stuff like this, like Fleet Foxes or Saint Stephen or something like that, like it just has that baroque feel to it. Yeah, this is it's it's huge too. The the it sounds the reverb and the space they're creating with it. A lot of space in it. It's definitely this is great. A, it's a definitely a nighttime song. Yeah. That song, sound at the end there. That was good. Sounds like a weird That was really good. Yeah, oh, cool. I wasn't sure you'd like that. It, it's very like you said, it's baroque and it, it has that which was a thing that, that was part of the sixties folk rock psychedelic where when folk and rock and psychedelia all came together for things like i don't do you know pentangle the british sort of folk rock band or no um, but that sounds like album tracks off a lot of um like i had i have all the airplane vinyl right and, and that yeah. that has that there's a lot of those things where they just go deep into just like a vibe yeah and the non-single stuff like yeah. that and with you know obviously grace slick and whoever else it was marty balen or whoever it was singing um, Paul Cantor, uh, yeah. it just had that that vibe to it. But I, yeah. I, I really like that. I'll also say that the restriction I put on myself as a challenge for this was that I wasn't going to use any song. The, I'm only using songs that were released since last time we did this. So it's only been a oh, couple fun. of weeks. Yeah, so it's only been a couple of weeks. And there's some, it's amazing how many good songs you can find in a short period of time in, in different, unique, weird shit. Um, yeah, so that one's called Modern Studies. Meh. Never heard of it. Nope. And the song is called Photograph, album The Weight of the Sun. They're a Scottish rock band, actually. Oh, that okay. I did I can I can feel that. It yep. had a bit of like a uh, Florence and the Machine vibe to it. Yeah, and uh I don't there's a woman in the front of Florence and the Machine, right? Mm-hmm. And I think her name's so, Florence. <laughs> I didn't want to assume. Um <laughs> But this woman, she started, she writes her songs on an antique harmonium <laughs> in Scotland. And that's how she writes. Um, but yeah, so that's how she, which I think is a really cool, I've always felt, if you can, I'm into psychedelic rock. I love a bunch of, uh, when I play, I love to have a bunch of effects pedals. I love guitar players that play with a ton of effects pedals. But if, but when writing a song, I feel like the best way to do it, if you're going to write it on bass or piano or uh, guitar just do it acoustic without any effects and then if your song stands on its own without effects then it's a good song and then when you add more to it then you can add different sounds and make it become a different thing and have it become a different genre but if you can have a song that works on an acoustic guitar that's strong so writing on an antique instrument like that and it, if it's a good song it's a good song you know um yes but like i said there's a couple bands there's one called the united states of america one called these trails uh, in the 60s united were... states of america aren't they a math rock band 
No, United States of America was an early 60s. There might be another one called that, but there was a 60s psychedelic band that sounded a lot like that, that was kind of folky, kind of sometimes synthy, and just uh, really weird. Um, Some obscure 60s stuff, but that reminds me of that. So anyway, yeah, I thought that was fun. I like that. That was was one of the slow ones. Let's uh, pick it back up again, and this one, uh, see if you (laughs) recognize. (laughs) <laughs> Damn, I think you're going to recognize uh, this Let's band. pick up a cup of game. You might know it right away. If you think that I know it, then I'm my only guess is Gizzard. <laughs> ah, my bloody Valentine. No. Isn't that bass? The fuzz. Yep. Now you oh. know. Do I? Listen to those vocals. Nope. Huh. It's Woods. Really? Yeah. Oh, I would never have picked that new one now you know nope really doesn't sound like him to me no there yeah there it was no overall doesn't sound like words to me i like it though yeah that bass sound for me for woods i haven't heard this sound from them and it's incredible me neither yeah i love that bass sound so distorted, it's like fuzzy. Well, I thought you might have heard the album, and that's why you might have no, recognize no. it. I didn't even know they had a new album. Oh yeah. I didn't tell you, because I'm a sneaky little man. <laughs> Cheeky monkey. <laughs> Porcupine, make him Great chorus. Is that weird? Like, bounce, bounce, bounce. Yeah. That's guitar, right? Yeah, with like a really staccato auto water. Bass is so good. It's the whole song. Yeah. I mean, the vocals are incredible, too. As always with this band. Yeah, it's just so driving. The bass is just driving it. Yeah. Yeah, goes back into it. Not over. Listen to that bass. Holy fuck. Right. Like way, way up in the meatly, meatly bass. (laughs) 
production's great too. It is. They've done the thing they've needed to do for the last few albums. We can talk about it on the song though. Yeah, Jesus, but I love the bass. It's like bells or something in there? Or piano? I don't know. Keyboard? That down, that descending run. Yeah. Super airy. Yeah. Those the vocals are great. Yes, I was just gonna say. You like finished and I said those, and you said vocals are great. <laughs> it's like we finish each other's meatballs. <laughs> what's that? I don't know what that's from. Uh, Taryn Killiam. Oh, I don't know that. Those drums those are really cool. Ghost of the woods. Yeah. Oh, did you start listening to Teachers Lounge? I yeah, I've listened to Teachers Lounge. Have you that. heard the episode where they talk the whole time like it's in <laughs> no. reverse? No. <laughs> they have an episode where they talk like the whole thing is in reverse. The, the whole thing. Oh. It's like one of it's a mini episode, but it's like twenty five minutes long, and the Holy entire God. time they are talking like it's in reverse. Wow. It's fucking incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, that was great. Yeah, but right? again, it seems to me uh-huh. they are doing what they needed to do on the last two albums because everybody in the band has gotten so good. I know they replaced the drummer. The last time I saw them, they had a brand new drummer. And I think he's the yeah. new drummer going forward. Uh-huh. The lead guitarist is just not skilled. No, he's not. Is, and is the it... last two albums where they let him go crazy and play yeah. a lot of solos that were, it, I, I don't listen to those albums like sun city eaters. And I, like, I can't listen to that. It's not good because the guitar no. is so bad. And here, great song, no lead guitar. Right. That's what fine. are they going to do? They, they need a new guitarist. Well, but I think it's okay. This song works. Oh, for sure. Yeah. With yeah. Yeah, but the first albums, it's like I don't know if the lead singer wrote all the lead guitar riffs and they were simple enough that the, that the lead guitarist could play it, or if those were his riffs. I don't want to take that away from him or whatever. Yeah. But um, they were very simple, pentatonic, cool pop riff jams. It was yeah. it was super fun. Yeah. Then, like Sun City Eaters, man, he was exposed. It just to me, exposed to me that he is not a good guitarist. The Emperor's close. Yeah, he's a nudie. He's a nudie Nuderson. What do you call them? <laughs> Noonie? He's Noonie? What I do you call him? No, I call him Noonie Nudersons. Yeah. <laughs> he's Noonies or something? Oh, yeah, Noonie. Yeah, Noonie. Yeah, he's, he's Noonie. Or he's a Noonie bear? A Noonie bear? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Noonie bear. He's a Noonie bear. <laughs> yeah. Totally. <laughs> um, but that was great. I'm glad there's a new album because I will I will listen to it. Yeah, that's the best song. 
So I think on the album, but that's just me. Um, what track number is it? Oh, Fuzz Bunnies. Uh, let's see. I'd like to know where the best track is on the album. It's interesting where they Strange put it. Strange to Explain is the name of the album. And this one's four. I find three and four is a good four. spot for Yeah. Like uh, Huey Lewis in the News. It's out of 11 tracks. What about... Hey, Huey? it's 11 tracks, and this one's like uh, that Huey Lewis in the News album. Uh, sports? Four. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you just said it. Sports? Hey, it's like sports over here, you know? <laughs> yeah. So they're from Brooklyn. I, I don't know if I ever knew that. Did you know that? Yes, I knew that. Okay. I knew that. Yeah. And this one... Um, you know, if you listen to that uh, chorus, I can't get up, can't something, something, can't. That, uh, that's the other thing I was going to say. It's taken me out of it. Is it about what's going on now or is it just a coincidence? Because he's like, I can't get up. I can't breathe. Now, of course, I'm thinking about I can't breathe. Right. No, it is not that. This is before oh, he said that. He said, I can't take a breath. Yeah. But, he, but right. it reminds me if I can't breathe. It's like it took. Yes. That took me out of it a little bit. Well, but that's, that wasn't intentional. That's just coincidence. Because this song is about his own experience with anxiety and depression. Oh, cool. Yeah. Which I, you know, totally identify with. And like, yeah. And listening to those lyrics, I'm like, yeah. Like that, you know, the, the music didn't elicit uh, depression. And uh, I mean, it, it's it's epic, right? It's big and it's like sweeping. And, and you kind of feel this like yes there's a weight to it but i didn't feel like but i know like those anxiety attacks are like can't breathe can't move sort of thing like i know how that feels and and that the the lyrics and the chorus definitely like uh resonated with me and that's so did i tell you about how when i thought i was having a heart attack the other night no so uh his family was here yes her brothers and their families Mm -hmm. and we had like been drinking wine all day, whatever. Yeah. And then at the end of the night, we're kind of inside watching. We're watching the new Chappelle special. Yeah. One of, one of the new ones that he dropped. The yes. one that has the Bill Cosby jokes in it. I don't know if I saw that one, but okay. Oh, it's so funny. It's so yeah, funny. I, I might have seen it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he and I and we we get these <laughs> popsicles that are really good. It's by somebody called King of Pops. Have you had those? No really really good it's like all just like really good fruit cool combinations whatever okay and i was having like a blackberry ginger lime one Mm -hmm. Sounds great. it was so good it was so sweet not too sweet not too sweet super tart super tart so i'm i'm eating i'm like this is so good and i have like a I have like my 16 ounce um, glass with of water with me that I always have drinking out of water. So I'm, I'm eating the pops. I'm like, oh, that's so good. But then I drink the fresh cold water and like it, it washes that tartness off. And I'm like, oh, that, but that feels so good. So I'm <laughs> eating it and I'm drinking it. I'm eating it. I'm drinking it. And without realizing it, I eat the popsicle. And while I'm, I've eaten the popsicle, I have drunk two full pint glasses of water. <laughs> okay. Because it just felt so good. So tart. <laughs> tart, and then the cold water and the tart. The it was like going, it's like when you're at the gym or the, the spa and you go like the hot pool, then the cold oh, pool. Yeah, the hot yeah, pool. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like doing that. It was awesome. <laughs> then I go lay down on the couch and I'm like, I'm having a heart attack. I can't breathe. <laughs> I can't breathe. All of a sudden, Whoa. I can't breathe. My chest is super tight. And then I realized there's so much water in my stomach. It's like crowding my lungs. I can't take a deep breath. And then I feel like I'm having a heart attack and a panic attack and everything. I just got up. I went to the bathroom and I just threw up. 
<laughs> Jesus. I threw up all the water. Wow. And I felt so much better afterwards. Yeah. I was like, guys, I think I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> then I went to the bathroom and I was like, then I came back out and I was like, guys, I feel so much better. <laughs> it was, it was up, crazy. And no real loss. I mean, throwing up water, it's like, it's fine. It's okay. I mean, there were some chunks in there. So I think I had, a half, like, <laughs> you know, like a couple of donuts or cookies or something. Cause my sister-in-law is always making cookies. Yeah. So I probably had some cookies or something, but um, <laughs> I felt so much better. But now ever since then, this is like three weeks ago, whatever it was Memorial day weekend. When I, when I drink the water, yeah. now I'm like, take it take easy it too fast. Take it too much water. <laughs> Like, I've been alive for 45 years. <laughs> I've been drinking water that whole time. One time it made me throw up. And now all of a sudden I'm like, you know, when I drink water, I need to be careful. <laughs> yeah. It's like taking your shoes off at the airport. It's like one time, one guy did one oh, yeah. thing. Now yeah. I'm going to fucking take our shoes off at the goddamn airport. Cocks Don't get me started on that security <laughs> theater. All right, song number five. Wait, no, wait. Um, no, wait, no, wait. wait so no, you're wait. puking. We watched. Did you have you seen the movie uh, Knives Out? No. Oh, did you? I watched it with the kids. It's like PG thirteen, and it is, is great. It is so fun. And but there's this. It's a murder mystery. But there's one character that if she tries to lie, she throws up. It is such. <laughs> <laughs> it is such a great. It's it's a great plot device for a murder mystery but also just and it's a kind of a murder mystery comedy so it works on every level it is so good it's a great plot device is um that really hilarious guy in it mr bean yes is rowan atkinson in it <laughs> no no the guy from kimmy schmidt what's his name um and no. mad men uh oh john ham is John no. Hamm in it? No, but I wish he was. He's no. so good. But it's uh, it's Daniel Craig from uh, you know uh, James yep, Bond. Yep, yep, yep. He plays that the. Was, um, he, he gave her name. her first boner. <laughs> Wait, did you say Adam Ant gave you his first boner? <laughs> you no, know, the um, <laughs> the video for that song "Goody Two Shoes." Okay, where he's like peeping in through like a lock in an old fashioned oh, door. Oh yeah, and there's, yeah, a, yeah. And there's a librarian in there with like thigh highs, and she's wearing yeah, glasses yeah, yeah. and has her hair up. <laughs> oh my fucking word! All right, uh, let's do the next one. This is so we're going fast, slow, fast, slow. This is one, or at least this is a little slower, a little mellow. Yes. Yes, mellow. That background, did they, did they sample yes, or are they just... Oh, I don't know. Yes. I don't know. It's a good question. I didn't dig that deep. Come on. I did research on like... This is very yes-like, and I, I was very recently listening to yes because I love them. Cool. It gets a little Floydy too. Still like yes, though. You're right. Very Roger Waters baseline. Yes. A little bit. Oh, that, yeah, right there. Very flat.
crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bring out the laser guns. The flying pig. Do you hey, watch? Hey. Yeah. Do you watch um, Stranger Things? Yes. Do you know Steve the Hare Harrington? Yes. He is the lead in this band. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, that's funny. Which he seems really young to be in touch with this kind of feel, right? I mean, this super prog rock 70s, like. Right. Is he just singing or is he actually writing the music? I think uh, both in this case. We'll talk about that at the end, but yeah, with this band, it's hard to say. Very heavy, for sure. Dark. Darkest. Minor chord. <laughs> but the sounds are all just like perfect. Like they just nail the sounds. Yeah, the production is very good. This is the last track on the album, which just, it feels like it. It's like very American werewolf in London or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. There, uh, when I was reading about it, it's like you know, coming from Stranger Things, it has like that uh, soundtrack quality to it, where, with with synths and all that. I don't think it's over, is it? No. I mean, that went right into my brain. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Yeah. So that, Steve, the that's Her interesting. Steve What's the, the Her band Harrington? Called? Uh, post animal. Okay. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, I it's very Floydy. It's very, it's very prog seventies. I don't think it's really bringing anything new to the table. But for young dudes, like I don't know how old that guy is, or other people in the band are. But that, one of the things that's interesting to me is now people are able to just digest, consume, and digest all of this universe of music. And then sometimes regurgitate it in, with new songs in that sound or uh, stick a bunch of things together that all have uh, different sounds. But yeah, I don't know. I just dug that. Uh, the song is called Sifting, the album Forward Motion Goddessy. What's interesting about that band is all of the members write the write songs. And when they write a song, they sing on that song. So that's why I don't know who is... <clears throat> singing that one necessarily but it's very different from song to song because each member is writing a bunch of different songs in the album so the whole album has very different uh songs each of the songs are okay. unique i mean i i liked the atmosphere of that one it yeah. was interesting um but you're right i mean it's just something it yeah. was like this is a, this is like a this would be like a cool 
you know, Floyd B side relic, you know, something like that. But it wasn't, I will say it didn't that shock it, me. It, nope. All right, let's let's go to the next one. I think you're really gonna like this one. it's so good on so many levels oh so good Okay. Okay. Hold on. Let me try, catch my breath. Try to get Let through me it. Catch this my breath. <laughs> I'm back. All okay. right. Let's try this again. Oh, you gotta listen to the lyrics. It's so good. <clears throat> I mean, the sound of the song is incredible too. Great reverb. She's got the biggest hits in history. <laughs> she loves. Oh, isn't that sound so good? <laughs> oh, I love this. Okay, so we're talking about birds, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just everything about this, man. It's like a banjo in there. That is the magnetic fields. Okay. Do you they sound like the bees? Was I close? No, uh, kind of sometimes. Uh, usually, so these are they're from the '90s. They did like that '69 love songs. They were. Uh, do you know magnetic fields at all? Uh, name only. Stephen Merritt was like the main guy. He usually sings with a really deep voice. So I don't know that this is him singing in this case. I don't know who else would have been singing on that. Um, 
but man, it just, when I heard this, I was just like, holy fuck. Like, first of all, it just sounds, first of all, fuck, it's ridiculous. I mean, it just, the, the lyrics are amazing. It's and, ridiculous. And it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But, but the, but it is, I mean, it sounds so much like The Who from uh, Sell Out. I don't know if you know that album. That's like, that's where like, um, uh, I don't know if you know that album, but it, it just sounds like The Who to me and, and without, without the drums. Magic but, Bus. Yeah, I mean, you know, like that, ding, 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 you know, they do that, that kind of like the way they hit the guitar mm-hmm. and all that, just like in that reverb and his vocals just sounded a lot like the Who to me. And I just thought the the reverb in that in that intro when in between the vocals that that was my favorite part. And I was really hoping there was going to be some sort of at the end some sort of part where they just kind of like noodled on that a little bit, but they didn't. Yeah. But this this whole album, it's got like something like twenty eight songs, something like that. No song is longer than two and a half minutes. Um, it, uh, this is the magnetic fields. The song, obviously, the biggest tits in history. <laughs> Just so oh, man, love it. And then like and, it takes like a tur- like a dark turn where he she's like using them as like anti weapons or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the album is called Quickies because I think they're because they're all just these short little. Yeah, little pop songs. Yeah, and just man, that one just it it just fucking hit me like a freight train. I just like, like you know, really, literally. I mean, you had to like stop the song, and it's it's not just right. the lyrics. I mean, the I whole thing stop. just I had yeah. to stop. Yeah, I mean, it just comes at when I first heard it. I'm like, I played that song when I first heard. It, I played that song three or four times in a row. I'm like, there's no way I'm listening to that just once. I mean, that I, right. I need to hear all the lyrics. the The sounds are incredible. There's banjo in the background. There's reverb all throughout this whole thing. Like, man, it's just, oh, it's like tenacious D where you, the lyrics are hilarious. You want to listen to everything. You don't want to miss a word, but also even if you'd never heard the lyrics, you're like, this is still a great fucking song. The music is incredible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I I kind of wish there was these banging Keith moon drums on there. Like how much would it benefit from that? You Mm -hmm. know, I don't, it it works anyway, but like Ringo. Yeah. Uh, Let me grab a beer quick. What's a beer quick? And I'll be right back. Um. Uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> it's it's Boo. made of. <laughs> it's made of up dog. Bow down to her. <laughs> Bow down to the queen of refuse. Bow down to the queen of slime. <laughs> All right. So song number seven coming up next. Well, hold to on. Say so we have four we have four more songs. Do you want four this? more songs. Four <laughs> more songs. Four more songs. Four more songs. Um, do if we want to call an audible, this is the one I would call an audible on. I like it. Union. It, it is uh it is repetitive and a little bit longer, but oh, I got him going. I got, him <laughs> got going. the dogs all worked Shit. up. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to, if if we have time? Let's just Let do. Let me them close all. that door. Hold on. Yeah, right. we're definitely doing them all. Nice. Four more dogs. Four <laughs> more dogs. <laughs> all right. Let it rip. Seven. Yeah. A lot more electronic. Mm-hmm. 
before the vocals kicked in, I was going to say MGMT. This guy produced them. Really? All right. Yep. Nailed it. You're a genius. Did you, sir? Definitely a meditative song. It's like just zoning out on the video is like fractal. It just keeps zooming in and zooming in as the fractals keep, you know, expanding. Guy's been around for a long time. He kind of this invented this thing. No, it's uh, Sonic Boom. He's uh, he's been around forever. He invented this sound, and then produced a lot of bands that sound like this, including those guys. I don't know if he ever produced Tame Impala, but definitely management. Probably like more of a late night song. He's really zoning out. Yeah, his voice is very Beach Boysy to me. It's very what? Beach Boysy to me, where you, this sounds like a person almost talking. Yeah. It sounds simple, but the production is a lot going on. Oh, you know what the vocals sound like to me? I just, like, it's not Beach what? Boys, it's um, Bella and Sebastian. Oh, really? Yeah, huh. this guy's voice sounds a lot like the, the non-primary singer. He gets his like one or two songs per album. Like, yeah, I don't know like that him. as well. I really like that. For the organ sounding thing, it's kind of going between two chords. Just meh, meh, meh. No, but I do think the vocal effects are very Beach Boysy, and then it has that kind of faraway sound, but with the echo and like almost like yeah. a megaphone and delay or something. It just sounds like that right there, especially that part. Yeah. I know what you mean. Out of that random note that I just sang, cut that out. <laughs> Very meditative. I think that's what the song's about. But it keeps adding different parts in. You hear that really high-pitched thick, that melody?
Oh, that was cool. You like that? Yeah, Good. for sure. Who was that? Oh, nice. That's Sonic Boom. Sonic so this Boom. Is, this Again, all these around. names I've never even heard of. This well, this this one you should know, but um, not really. I mean, he's he's been around. There was a band called Spacemen Three, and that was like eighty late eighties, early nineties, and they made one of the best things that they ever did was name their album one of their albums "Taking Drugs to Make Music to Take Drugs to." That I've heard. <laughs> yeah, that's so, Sonic Boom. That's Spaceman Three, who and Sonic Boom oh, okay. was one, uh, and Jay Spaceman. And Sonic Boom made up Spaceman Three. There's only Spichemin? two of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jay Spaceman. Yeah, um, and then Jay. So Sonic Boom went off and started producing and produced people like Management and a band called. Is that Moon- how you say that? You don't say MGMT like I did. You say Management. Uh, I don't know. I could be wrong. You could be wrong. We could both be lame. I heard that their original name was Management, but they had to change it because somebody else had that name, so they went with yeah. MGMT. I think the letter, the four letters. I don't know how yeah, you yeah. pronounce it. Right. I think the idea that you pronounce it management makes sense. But I don't know that for sure. Um, and, and I don't know also, it at all. No. And uh, he also hey, produced I'm the, over here like, uh, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> so, you know, Panda Bear from Animal Collective? You know Animal Collective? No. I know the other bear band. It takes well, two weeks. Not, Grizzly it's Bear. Not, it's not good enough. Not good enough. I know Grizzly Anim- Bear. I know Animal Collective. Interesting. To bring it back to the dead... Animal Collective was the first band to they sampled the dead to pay for a sample of the yes. dead and and, and then I yeah. listened to that song and I couldn't hear any dead sample. I don't know what they sampled. I remember going and listening to it and being like, I "Oh, I want to hear you, this." Yeah, yeah, you did. What was the sample? It was a fill tune. It was either I think it was uh, "Unbroken Chain" or "Broken Arrow." Nope, "Unbroken Chain." Gonna bring you a broken arrow. No. Stop. That's it was unbroken literally chain. how it goes. That <laughs> <laughs> is, and it's terrible. And unbroken chain is good, but um, panda. Oh, unbroken chain. But uh, yeah, so he produced uh, MGM. I told the story about how I didn't go to that show on the show already, right? Yes. Okay. Good. And then uh, Panda Bear from Animal Collective, Animal Collective being the first band to ever do a paid-for dead sample. Um, and then he also produced a band called Moon Duo. Now, remember that name, because that will come up later in the show. Very important. Put um, a bookmark in that, fans. <laughs> but yeah, I, I've always liked Moms. Um, so then Jay Spaceman went on to be uh, Spiritualized. You know that band? Yes, I definitely yeah. know that. So, Jay Spaceman and, and this all Spaceman 3, Spiritualized, Sonic Boom, all that stuff completely invented a sound that was what management became and, and Moon Duo and Animal Collective and all those bands that Sonic Boom eventually produced are definitely pulling from. And, you know, so it really created a sound. But that sound, that song to me is very meditative. It's like, it's called, um, it's Sonic Boom. Uh, the song is Things Like This. Um, but, you know, things like this should happen every day, he's saying, and, and uh, take me somewhere a little bit deeper. I don't care if the climb is steeper. It sounds like, you know, like meditation, trying to get to a realization or, you know, higher consciousness kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I just thought it was uh, it, it, it's very repetitive. and doesn't change. And that, that's why I was a little bit unsure of it. But uh, I'm glad you liked it. No, I really, uh, if, if the hook is good, I can get into that repetitive shit mm-hmm. really deep because it, because it is meditative and I'm, I have some history with that. I know you have more serious history with it than I yep. do, but 
uh, I definitely have uh, a uh, interest in in hearing the same thing over and over and over again. <laughs> well, I'm a bass player, so yeah, me too. <laughs> That's all I do. All right, so now uh, now I'm really excited about these last couple songs. Um, nice. I, hope, I hope you will be too. Um, I, I think there's some really good stuff we've listened to so far. A lot of good stuff. Um, Mileage. Yeah, so uh, yeah, let's just get into it. Yeah, so yeah, let's get let's just it. get into it. <laughs> you don't want to just listen to me say random shit that only makes sense in my head. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's no like real three yes. levels of connection you had to make before that joke made any sense to anybody. <laughs> somehow, somehow the it. Princess Bride comes in not with Jeff Buckley. Worth it. Not worth it. Not worth it. All right, here we go. <laughs> Oh yeah, fuck. So into it already. With that little flute in the back. Wait till the vocals come in. See if you recognize the vocals from something. You might not, you might not, but. Is he one of the original cast of Hamilton? Can I accept this chance for forgiveness? I know that voice. Yes, you do. Moment of I'm getting chills literally right now. This I love this. Me. I it love moves, this. It, it moves me. By this, I'm not forcing myself to talk right now. Don't listen to that. Oh my word! There's so much space in this recording. drummer knows a thing or two about playing the drums. Yeah. Everything happens just at the right moment. Everything happens. It's all just perfect right. in the mix. Yeah. Where do I know that voice from? Yeah. Where? That piano sounds amazing, too. Oh, my word. <laughs> no bass anymore. It's like uh, reggae or dub horns. Right. Good. 
horns. Different, totally different. That shimmering sound above it all now? Mm-hmm. I just don't want it to end. Mm. Oh, man. Before you say anything. Yes. Give me one hard hint as to what the who the female vocalist was. Um, a hard hint. A hard hint? A difficult hint? Yeah. Um, hard means difficult. <laughs> well, hard language. <laughs> Um, okay. I don't know how well you know the references, but I'll just say, ooh, mm. or the land of, the land of ooh. Oh, is it Marceline? It is not Marceline, but it is the woman who does the theme song to Adventure Time. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Away with me. Yes, yep. It's the band. The band does, that is a what song. What band is that? They're called Lake. Who the fuck uh, knew? That song Lake. is awesome. The one we just heard or the Adventure Time? Both, really. But both, yes. both, both. Yeah. I think you're going to like this next one, too. Um, so let's uh, let's do it. Here we go. Yeah. Early dead, dude. Yeah. Check this shit out, dude. Fucking shit. New album came out past couple weeks. Courtney Barnett. Nope. Nope. I love these vocals. Yeah. Great. Just got that twist oh, that on it. That keyboard know? is so good yeah, in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pig pen keys. Yeah, it is. Ah. Check this out. Yeah. That printer new. Isn't this crazy? For me, the vocals just make it. They just change they it really enough. Do. Yeah, the vocals are great. It makes it sound like something you haven't heard before. Yes. This guy is a fucking genius as far as I'm concerned. He's got three bands, all of which I fucking love. So this whole album is incredible, and you've got to listen to the whole thing. It's so much dead reference and so much just cool shit that's just great it's weird that everything on it like each part in and of itself alone is understated yeah I love that yeah 
Matt's a cherry lick. <clears throat> Listen to the, the guitar sound. Just sounds perfect. Yeah, there's two guitars playing, and neither one is taking the lead. Really? Yeah. That's what my. I send like this to little, my. Everything like, if it should be on eight, everything's like on seven and a half. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Yeah, my friend. I sent this to my friend who's a, a deadhead, and he's like, "It's not like they have two bobbies." <laughs> two bobbies. <laughs> Too, too many bobbies. But I like that. It's like it almost the has like dead. a love and spoonful sound to it. Yeah, it's if the dead were like an indie rock band now. So this is the band that I was telling you that I thought was like the dead if like Ira Kaplan from Yola Tango were singing. <laughs> he has a great warp rat on that thing of the dead. Yeah. His voice is super low. It's crazy. It's like indie rock dead. It's a dead from nails. Brooklyn. Nailed the song and the sound. Except Phil would never play that bass line. No, that's true. It's more straight ahead. Keyboard is so good though. Is this a full yeah. band or one dude? That's uh, a full band. I don't know how it's recorded. More graveyard yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's funny because it's Halloween next week. <laughs> Time means nothing on podcasts. <laughs> right. This right here is very 60s. It would never do this anymore. No. Just fade out a solo like that? Yeah. Like that is very 60s. Yeah, I just... And I had a hard time deciding which songs to pick from this album. The whole album, I love it. So this is the Rose City Band. Nope. Uh, the song is called Real Long Gone, uh, which is just a, sounds like a 60s song name. Mm-hmm. Or just, you know, that, that uh, just stealing from the blues, you know? And uh, the album is called Summer Long... It just sounds like the dead. This one, incredible. I, I had to play this one. Who's the guy that's in other bands? And what are the other bands? So the other bands are Moon Duo. No, nope. remember them from nope. earlier? No, I mean I know, but I don't. I never knew them. No, so Sonic Boom, Boom, who did who did that meditative song? Listen to before he produced the Moon Duo. Okay, and so Moon Duo is this guy's the lead on Moon Duo as well. And also okay. there's a band called Wooden Ships, which is spelled. Nope. Uh, wooden ships and the ships is spelled S H J I P S. Both of those bands, Moon Duo that's and Wooden stupid. Ships, no, that's stupid. I'm sorry, but fine. I'm sorry. But no, but I'm sorry. You don't have to be. Listen, I love both of those bands. M- Moon Duo sounds more electronic. You know, Sonic Boom produced them, so it's more electronic. Shijips. But it's it's the same. And then Wooden Shijips, uh, they are wooden somewhere. Shijips. They're kind of somewhere in between the electronic moon duo. You should listen to my podcast where they talk like this <laughs> for the whole twenty yep. minutes. Yep, yep. Right. <laughs> that podcast. This guy's name is Ripley Johnson. They talk like this for oh, twenty minutes. 
You got to listen to all of these bands. Listen to Moon Duo. Listen to Wooden Sheeps. And listen okay. to Rose City Band. Rose City Band album Summer Long is the thing. I will text it to you because you must listen to it. It is. It There are songs that aren't quite as on the nose for dead influence and 60s influence but all of it there's like one song that's a little bit slow for like a minute and like that is it everything else is just like this is all great it's all great Mm. and it's and uh, this guy has cemented himself as much as i liked moon duo and wooden ships before like with this band with this band he he like the ability to do this and do like straight ahead rock because his other stuff is very new sounding has really unique sounds and this this is just it once i realized it was him and he and it was only today doing my research did i realize he was in those other two bands i was Mm. listening to rose city band i'm like i know that vocals i'm like these vocals and i said this and i played her moon duo i'm like do you does this sound the same to you and i and i was thinking of wooden ships and moon duo when i heard this guy i'm like it sounds like you mix all these bands with the dead and it turns out because it's the same fucking guy I'm a super genius, but <laughs> and Carl was like, "Did you take one of those beers? <laughs> <laughs> Did you drink one of the treehouse beers? Because I noticed there was one less in one of the four packs." And your kids were um, like, "Make mom mad! Drink those beers! Make mom mad! Drink those beers!" <laughs> oh man! So what did you think best. of that, though? I liked it. I liked yeah. it for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Was that song nine or ten? Nine. Okay. Ten's the last one. Last one, baby. You're gonna know this one, I guarantee, and this is gonna surprise you. Always have a new album. They do, but not this one. Anytime <laughs> you're playing anything for me, I'm just gonna guess King Gizzard. One of these days I'm gonna be right. Or I will have single-handedly assured that King Gizzard will never be played on this show. Or mutual destruction. <laughs> take that you and me <laughs> i'm gonna know immediately so here we go yep you don't know yet <sighs> well Maybe one two. <laughs> Don't stop yes. You know this band. And you don't like this band. Exactly. That's never been true. Explicitly. Guitarist Nels Klein, dude, just does just, whatever just, he wants with a guitar. Just, just come on, just wait. So this one, unfortunately, I, I tried to buy this and I couldn't find anywhere to buy it, so I had to like rip it off YouTube. And so I don't know the quality is gonna be a little lower, but oh. it's a new release, a new live version of this song. For, um, Do you not like his voice? Yes, I don't. Like even right there, you don't like it? No, this this is what we'll talk about. It. This 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 I, I've been saying for about twenty years now that at some point I'm going to come around, and it may be happening. 
gotta go see them live. I know, I haven't yet. I don't, and they play in Western Mass all the time. Yeah, I'll I'll go to that with you. Solid sound, I'll go. Yeah, let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Whenever it happens. Not this year. No. I'm waiting for this drop right here. I love this part. I just wanted to listen to this song with you, knowing. Love their drum too. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. Wait, that. Uh, did they not switch their drummers? Uh, after, yeah, dirt. I think right after um, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Come on. Right? The street that's The one thing I don't know is how different this is from the album version. So far it tracks. I think it does mostly throughout. Which is part of it doesn't matter. My issue. Oh, good. No, it doesn't. Yeah. He's a fucking songwriter. Yeah. And if you want to talk but about lyrics and you want to get into lyrics, holy shit. But really, for me, it was the I guitar dreamed about playing. killing you again last night. It felt all right to me. Yeah. Holy shit. But the guitar at the end. The guitar at the end, yeah. building Just setting the stage for madness yeah what are those so chords oh. his vibrato is perfect that that note ridiculous the separation he gets on his notes <laughs> Dude. Dude. Jazz levels of precision. Jazz levels of precision. Yeah. And he fucking rocks. So I really don't know how to. <laughs> he plays an old jazz how... master. Uh, yes, I, his guitar is incredible. I love the guitar he plays. Yeah, I was watching a video of that. And fucking boss pedals for the most part, right? I mean, he may have a Klon, but I think it's boss pedals. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't. I just. I just don't know much about this band. So, like, what? I'll tell you what happened. So, you know, I'm always watching for new shit, and I have like, I'm always looking at new releases, and and I listen. I use Google uh, Music as my main streaming service, and I have a new release thing that 
just sends a bunch of shit to me that it thinks I will like. And this one track for one song live from Wilco for live aid or something, it's some charity thing came up. I'm like, and I kept looking at it for days and days. I'm like, fuck Wilco, fuck this. Eh, fuck, I don't care. And then I'm like, all right, fine, let's listen to it. And then I heard that guitar and it just, it, it just blew my mind. I mean, at the end, I was like, I knew Nels Klein was incredible, but I didn't know it was that levels of incredible. Dude, um, it's like, you know, those guys no. who just seem like they're like taking both of their hands and just like stroking guitar, but sounds are coming out and yes. they don't look like they're playing. It's they just yeah. like, a, it's no, like they're wringing it. a sponge. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So I don't think that's very different from the recorded version, though. Is no, it? it tracks. It tracks. Yeah. And that's that's cool that he can do that. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I mean, the notes that he's playing when he's like wigging out the end can't all be the same. No, no, not at all. Not at all. But there's no they're not they're not branching out. They're not adding any additional segments or codas or measures or breakdowns or anything like that. But uh, no, but I'm talking about his solo, too. His solo is not that different from the recorded version either. From I listened briefly. Um, The beginning is the same. And then he just goes crazy. Yes, and then he goes sick, and 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 what he does is is awesome. I mean, it's incredible. And so, yeah, this might be the this might be the breakthrough. This might be so okay in 1998, or yes, and Queen Street in your apartment, you played me um, ACDC bag from Green Mountain College. Yes, eighty nine. I had seen. I, I remember. I remember that night. Cold I was there too. Yeah, you and me and Cold and I was like, just sit down and listen to this. Yeah, listen to this. And I put yeah. that tape on, and he's just ripping. He basically has. He's not doing anything but just shredding. Yes. And so that was the breakthrough for me where I had seen Fish. I had heard him in high school. I had seen him in 95 with uh, my girlfriend at the time. And I and I was kind of into it, but I was like never really like bought in fully. And you played me that track. And that was like a breakthrough. Moment. Similarly, my sister gave me a copy of American Beauty my sophomore year of college. And I had a job in Fishtown. <laughs> I was work over the summer. I stayed for the first time. I stayed over the summer after my sophomore year in college in Philly. And my sister had like, just listen to this. Just, just listen to it. And I'm like, fine, I'll listen to it. I was listening to the tape, walking through Fishtown, listening to American Beauty. I'm like, yes, I finally understand. Like now I love the dead. Like now I just am a dead head. Like I, I love it. But anyway, Wilco. This is what I feel like might be. So I'm so excited help. about that because they yeah. are so good and you've been missing out. Yeah, this was another fun one. It really was. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It's super fun for me. And this, you know what? The best thing about this type, the the reverse uh, code names is um, that this is always, you know, I, I send a ton of texts to you and things and be like you got to listen to this now i don't send those texts and now we do this and this is a million times more fun to experience it like while you're listening to the first time and be there that's always what i wanted it's what those those texts were intended to be like if i could have just been there while you were listening when i sent you those texts this is exactly what i wanted and that's that's just the that's the thing that in the dead we're not the first to plug into this obviously but they exemplified it perfectly which is it's always better to listen to music with somebody else. Yeah. It's always better to have somebody else there you're listening to. Yes. With. 
Yeah. So That's thank you. Great. No, thank you. All right. Uh, judge not. Lest ye be judged. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's very scary. Is this modified or directly from the movie? No, I added that echo for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm like, it sounds like Nick no, Cage. No, I added but... that echo. Yeah. So super fun. Cool. Thanks, dude. All right. Bye. Later.